Welcome back to the Keenan Lake Podcast, the premier whiskey podcast. Now with the mention of whiskey in its title. This is Jake coming live from Chicago, Illinois with another edition of the 12 Days of Barrel Picks. Today we are in an office building in the west gate of West Loop. <laughs> is that the correct <laughs> terminology we're using today? About where we are just above Slightly Toasted in Chicago, Illinois. And co-hosting with me is our number one correspondent, our number one boy, the man who makes all the goats dance. Hi, it's me, Matt Brown. Matt. I, I'm pleased to announce that I'm going to be normal and regular in this episode. Oh, and fantastic. I'm just going to be good. I'm going to be uh, a good. We're going to miss your old self. And No, this is how I am now. I'm just a normal guy having having a good time not doing anything weird thanks and uh <laughs> just can you go ahead <laughs> i can't take you serious so i'll let you introduce our guest again i saw something in my eye that i can't get out joining us with nothing in his eyeballs is john chesney uh director of i'm making up a title for him now nope. i don't know if his well, you're talking about all of his hats <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hat, uh, mr hat man john chesney of there was a the gm in there i believe somewhere uh i also just go by the chief whiskey officer i like uh, that the cwo like of the CWO, toasted yeah. empire good thing we're here to talk about whiskey yeah, yeah <laughs> <indeed>. <laughs> we have the chief whiskey <laughs> yeah. officer with us <laughs> yeah we're here to highlight slightly He's gonna to- fire us Anyways, would you him. like to? Um, <laughs> but as the chief whiskey officer, well, technically you do. You are their uh, Eagle Rare correspondent. That's true. He can to fire, the stars. He can fire me. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, don't stand on tables anymore. Okay. All right. I'll stand on a bar because I was standing on a bar that one time. You bitch. <laughs> you dumbass. You <laughs> you said the wrong thing. <laughs> I'm taking you to what task. If, what if there is a father <laughs> taking his children to work while listening to this podcast, and you just ruin their day? A dad's making his kids listen to a whiskey podcast. <laughs> He's got problems. Never thought about it from that perspective. <laughs> Very true. Fair enough. Oh, cool. But we are here to talk about uh, Slightly Toasted's Old Forester Barrel Pick that just came out. Yeah. So, uh, or is it out? I don't even know. No, it's not even out yet. This oh. came into market really quick. Uh, I think we're going to be announcing it soon. It might be something we announce next week. Uh, but if you're hearing about it before that, like, Inside information. So this won't come out until after Christmas. Okay, then yeah, it's. Is it out? Yeah, it's, it's out. out. It's out. It's, it's out. out. We love it. All right. Oh, I can't believe how popular it is. Yes, it's been how selling was there, like hotcakes. How hot was your cakes. Christmas, guys? Was it nice? No, don't oh. do that. Okay, don't do that. Did anyone get it? Did you yeah, we got it. Nice presents. Yeah, we got it. Hmm. I had a stocking stuffer of brass knuckles to punch you in the <laughs> face with. <laughs> I was shopping for stocking stuffers yesterday, though. Yeah. Yeah. Would you? So, are you going to keep us on tender hooks, or are you uh, going to tell us? Actually, what you got? it was more my wife shopping for them. I think she got a uh, coffee mug of uh, Taylor Swift on That's its face cool. on it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Put, oh, nice. put that in the stocking. Yep. That's cool. You're gonna put some candies in there. You're gonna put an orange. You know, it's traditional. I saw a. Uh, or actually, a stocking Jewish. stuffer that no, I not. thought of, Matt, of Matthew Brown. Oh. It was a. Uh, it was a McDonald's M. Shaped brass knuckles, <laughs> <laughs> and it was called the uh, the McFuck around. <laughs> I was gonna say, oh, they sell that at McDowell's. <laughs> right. Am I gonna get my ass kicked today? Is that where we're where we're going? Do you understand the McDowell's reference? Yeah, it's from the, the coming movie. to America. Yeah, that one. One of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, really? Yeah. I prefer uh, Trading Places much more. Ooh. That's a that's a favorite of mine, and topical because uh, it's about to be New Year's Eve, right? And they're the scene on the train is a New Year's Eve party. Oh, and the, all the Christmas stuff. John, uh, Dan Aykroyd dressed as Santa. He has the salmon in his. This is all getting edited out. Do you want to just start over? Back, so. back to Crystal Vodka. <laughs> yes, yes. Back to, or what was you sold? 
American Liquor Company. There you go. Let's talk a little bit about this Old Forester pick. We alluded to it in our conversation with John a couple of weeks ago, or maybe 10 minutes ago, about uh, how this was coming into play and how it was done a little bit differently than your traditional barrel picks that you might do at a distillery. Yeah. So first off, I will say I, I, do, I love barrel picks in general. Uh, I don't think that they're dead. Yeah, please. I, I think from a perspective of when we did our, our Weller foolproof pick, mm-hmm. the way that they did that was they lined up four barrels that were uh, filled on the same day from the same batch, aged right next to e- them, aged right next to each other in the rickhouse. Oh wow! So you're, the variance you're getting is really coming from just the wood. Wow! So I think that's, that's really cool. Uh, but again, it's like, what does it have to say? So like, I like I like that aspect of it. Um, I also think that um, when it comes to people talking about really great single barrels, I think it, like we, we talk about warehouse, uh, but it's also about access. And so it's like when you get those different barrels, I'm interested in what everybody has to say. And mm-hmm. I'm interested in everyone's palates. So I don't think that my palate is better than everybody else's. So this is not a single barrel that I picked. This is something that uh, uh, our friend Russell Wolfel, uh, who is with Brown Foreman now? He organized this pick for us, and they had Russell come on the pod. Do you know him? Yes, mostly through John. Oh, never met him. He's a nice guy. Worked for Brown Foreman. Worked for uh, Revolution. Worked for uh, Anchor. Oh, for a long I do time. know him. Actually, met him at Beguile one time. Yes, oh, that's right. Yes, yeah. yes. Change your tune pretty quickly there, huh, yes. motherfucker? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Trying to get my I'm now I'm trying to get my ass. So he here. he's a great example of a guy switching roles and becoming way more valuable to us. So he was on the beer side, worked with Revolution and Anchor, and when he switched to Brown Foreman, it was like, oh fuck yeah, like I I love their product, but we never had a really strong relationship in there. And so having him there has already opened up doors to things like an old Forester single barrel That's very cool. pick. Where do you need me and Matt to go into to get a good relationship with a supplier that you don't already have? <laughs> yeah. Where, where uh, can we apply? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. Okay. We'll, okay. Get, we'll get to it. I'll uh, take my answer off the air, sir. <laughs> uh, so this pick was done by, uh, I'm going to make sure I get her name right, Barb Parrish. And I think she leads a lot of the single barrel program for, are you familiar with her? Yeah. yeah. She's good. Yeah. So she's really great. And Does she they, work at the distillery? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what they asked from me were tasting notes and things that I like, uh, and then she was going to go and find a barrel that fit those notes. Now, classically, when I think of an old forester single barrel pick, I think of like, like, like big in your face. Uh, it's it says it's 130 proof, but it drinks like it's 140 proof, yeah. and it's fucking rich and great. Mm-hmm. So the notes that I gave, uh, I, I don't remember the specific tasting notes because I don't really care about that. Uh, but I said I. The biggest thing for me is I wanted it to drink under its proof. Mm. And this at 132 proof, I think, absolutely delivers on that promise. Uh, and I think it's a banger. Nearly at 133 proof, it drinks like at 110, I would say. It's but insane. it still has that rich characteristic you were just talking about. Yep. Oh. It's, it's all hug, no bite. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I, I'm so excited about this single barrel in a way that I haven't been in a long time. And I always love their barrel picks. But this is just a... A different take on it like you said i'm so glad you found like you know the characteristics of what a brand usually throws throws your way but then also what do you like and i think that's right. what 
customers or what brands should take into effect is what does the consumer want or like what is the consumer looking for when picking a single barrel it's a question that i think is actually not asked sometimes when brands are support are presenting single barrels like hey i have these four or five samples do you want them or not yeah versus like right. what i try to do is when i go into an account like i know the buyer they usually like this they don't have anything like this of our brand but I also wanted to do to represent like the the core identity right. of, of our brand at the same time and bring you back to those other key selections of yours. But you have to give the cust- the consumer what they want if it's going to be in the retail shop. How are you going to sell it to your customer? Right. Do you know what they want? How are you going to sell this on the back bar here? And, and I think classically, the conversation that uh, uh, my two business partners, Tyler and Art Mendoza, we always have the conversation around is this meant for a cocktail or is this meant for a neat pour? Mm. And I always just ignore that. And I just go like, <laughs> I want to find the best whiskey I can find. <laughs> like That's what I get excited about. Uh, but I think that they're taking a little bit more of a, metho- uh, a methodical approach when it's like, this is the purpose. Is it going to work? Where to me, in a cocktail, the cocktail should be showcasing the whiskey regardless. It's good to have that push and pull. Yes, I agree. Um, just adding this is uh, this is uh yeah please do no this is lovely a lot of savory notes too in in the mid not a lot of vapors um but but really good like strong classic heavy and it's esters. clean yeah there's like a, a really nice fruit element to it I can't i can't remember. it's almost like a, a citrusy t- taste to it mm-hmm. tangerine oh, yeah. or orange it has to me a, a good like almost like a nut cake kind of oh like, okay has, yeah, has yeah, yeah to it that yeah. i really really enjoy it's also like got that classic banana like this caramelized it's banana on the nose it's in there for sure really cool yeah huh do you uh, care but not, but not a crazy it's not a heaven hill banana you know it's not no. a cr- not not a heavy ban- banana like yeah, it's interesting. So and, what, and to just steal from uh, Greg Metz, there are no quality defects here. Right. This is this is pure and beautiful. Drink whiskey very differently after that conversation right. with him. It's a very eye-opening, very thankful conversation to have. Um, we're bringing up Old Elf too much on this podcast, but you know what? Uh, when you have uh, one of the masters, the true masters that's still alive and able to tell those stories. Well, uh, we, Old Elk, um, call me when you have um, new deer. Hmm. Well, well, just ruined the <laughs> podcast again. I almost uh, got attacked by an elk. About they're s- really big. Oh, it, I was from you to me, next to a giant buck. Why? Well, I was <laughs> I was jogging in Colorado one morning, okay. and I knew this was a sight. Well, that was your first mistake. <laughs> it's uh, it was um, mating season. Mm-hmm. I know, and you were looking to fuck. <laughs> you were looking for <laughs> I, the hottest. I, I think I almost did. Um, <laughs> My name is Buck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a uh, sea bass's bait, if you will. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, no, but it was very. Yeah, I was running and kind of got stuck over a bridge, and there was um, some fawns and some does approaching from behind me, and another the, the alpha of the group calling from across the woods to this other buck that was too scared to go and he was the scared one was walking past me Jesus! <laughs> wow so, that's great yeah fun times i hit a uh, a deer also, on the my one bicycle. time i don't have my phone or my camera with me that's yeah yeah of course it's kind of better that way yeah yeah, yeah. it might be yeah there's a bunch of tourists that were off to the side just filming it so yeah guys gotta get just gotta have to get a hold of them and be good to go <laughs> you you yell at them hey can you send that to me and the deer and then the elk just mauls you yeah. you spook it into mauling you is that jay cookie <laughs> yeah well i ran into a deer on my bicycle once 
going going downhill in like little I was I was uh, wearing like the the racing gear too, like the spandex next to another guy. Ooh, like, come on, this is a bike lane. <laughs> yeah, well, me. So it was me and Jeff. Me and Jeff hit the deer at the same time. What? Yeah, like broadside. Did you kill it? No, it ran away fine. We were much more hurt, and Jeff more hurt than I because I kind of landed on him. We flipped <laughs> over our handlebars, and I landed on him. Back to your Partially. single barrel. Um, yeah. So this one is it going to be used for cocktails? Is it going to be used for drinking the selling by the bottle? It will probably be all the things. Yeah. Um, we will do a release with this, and we're Tyler and I are going to have conversation probably today about what the when we want to put it out. We have a we're doing a question mark or a bat signal night next Wednesday, and we might just really low key drop this barrel for everybody. Wow. Well, if you were here, <laughs> yeah, I, I hope you enjoyed your time. Sounds like fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, next Wednesday, as in December thirteenth. Thirteenth. We'll put that in the uh, post of the slightly toasted episode that will come out on December sixth. It did come out. It was great. It was really good. Fascinating. Yeah. And you guys all got the, the hookup on this bottle because you listened to the podcast. Exactly. Exactly. Wonderful. I could see this being really good with, like, Maletti or even, like, a really nice coffee liqueur. Oh, man. I'm not going to cocktail with this, bad boy. Not yeah. that much. If I, I, if I buy this one. I'm getting, like, banana foster. Not that I – I'm not getting that much banana, but I, I – I get it I more on the it. nose than mm-hmm. I do in the palate. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Really mm. tasty. Mm. No wrong, what are your thoughts, no wrong answers. Uh, good. I drank mine too fast. You I did drink it very I, fast. Uh, I think that's a dangerous aspect about this particular At It's way too easy. Yeah. Are you looking for, is that going to be an approach of yours now to have things that are maybe taste a little bit under what the proof point is? I think is? that's something that I, from my palate, is something I tend to look towards. Okay. I like rich and flavorful. But I want it to drink under so I can appreciate it more. Hmm. Hmm. Definitely. Is that is that are you hearing that from consumers as well? That buy your barrels and taste your barrels? Um I think we've got a pretty elevated uh clientele. Mm-hmm. So the people who are buying our single barrels really don't care what it tastes like. They like the fact that, oh, this is what this tastes like. Yeah. And they like like, oh, if we take eight-year-old MGP and put it in cherry bitters barrels, this is what it tastes like. There's a, there's just a nerdiness to it. I've heard of it. Yeah. Interesting. The next episode of Total is a Barrel Picks. Did did I literally call it out? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, No, it's really interesting. And like one conversation we didn't have on your featured podcast was more about events. Yeah. So like your question mark night, um, putting out the bat signal. Can you talk a little bit more about that if you want to get, come to those? So, First off, uh, I'm terrible at all the social medias, mm. but the the arena that I've chosen is Instagram. So have we. Yeah. And so I operate yeah, all we of... we love Instagram. It's just pictures, man. I like pictures. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Slightly Toasted is where I uh, tell people about things as they're, they're, they're popping up, and I, I will post and communicate. So if people want to reach out to me specifically, if you go through slightly toasted chi mm-hmm. or you can follow uh chief whiskey officer mm. uh, those are the two places where you'll find me and i'm using chief whiskey officer more as like where if i am going to do more things individually or if i see like dumb news tidbits like i put the uh russell's 15 year when that got announced i put that on there because i feel like it's a cool place for it to be and it yeah. makes sense yeah uh, but events, programming, videos, we do a lot of that stuff on Slightly Toasted CHI. Cool. Um, what other barrels do you have coming down the pike? Um, 
We it's going to be a busy season. We've got uh, we have a written house coming. Oh, I mean, cool. yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. what I said. Like, how cool is that? Yeah, you don't, yeah. You don't see that very much. Um, and then I guess that was a point of contention. They they tried to launch that like two years ago, hmm. and they tasted out a lot of places like warehouse, and they said, "Cool, here's your barrel." Then it accidentally got sold to a different market, oh, so they had to go back and say, "We you don't have, have your barrels anymore." Yes. Oh wow. So in this like third, Zach told me this story. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of uh, contention with that. Sure, that makes sense. Uh, but on this new wave, we 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 have one, and we're excited about it. Mm. So we have that. We have a uh, a Buffalo Trace, a, a Weller 107. Never heard of either them. Yeah. I I think they're going to be okay though. These kids have something cool going they on. Have something. Really exciting. Nice. You're gonna get the the one seven fives, the big boys of the the Wellers. They don't give you that option anymore. Uh, Last time they gave me bummer. the options was with the Buffalo Trace, mm-hmm. and we got all the sizes. We got oh, the yes. one point seven fives, the three uh, seven fives. That's like, awesome. They're like, well, how many of each do you want? I'm like, two cases of this, two cases of this. <laughs> That's cool. And yeah. I'm like, we'll find a reason to use it. Nice. Very nice. Well, um, sounds like an exciting time. Definitely come get this old Forester barrel uh, or come taste it because it's delicious. Uh, I drank mine also very fast. I followed in Matt's fashion. Yes, yeah, we're going to. You're old fashioned. We're going <laughs> to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm. All right. Did you put your dirty glass back in the box? Yeah. What a terrible, terrible boy. How else are we going to carry him downstairs? Well, we throw him against the wall for good luck. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. If yours doesn't break, then you, we actually throw you at the window. As is tradition. Ah. Well, uh, John, thanks again for your time. Um, come get these barrel picks that are delicious. Come drink at Slightly Toasted and do all of that. Yep. As we set up for another day of the 12 Visit Barrel Picks, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Cheers. Cheers.